Believe me when I tell you, if you're not getting the sleep, you're not getting the health. <laughs> that means you're never going to eat again. <laughs> Fasting is the body's doctor. So. That's right. Hi, welcome back to Those Keto Ladies. Yes, we are. I'm Barbie. And I am Jamie. And, and we're back. And we are talking today about... Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. That's loaded. That's a loaded phrase. Mm -hmm. There's so much to say about that. So it's probably not mm -hmm. going to fit all into this one episode. So this will be part one, and we are going to get into it to help you know what is it, how it works, why you should consider it, and our experiences with it as well. So hopefully by the end of the show, you're going to know a whole lot about intermittent fasting. But before we get started, Miss Barbie, we are going to offer the two-step guide for immediate health results. Go on to the show notes and follow the link to get your two-step guide for immediate health results. This is a quick and easy way to get you rolling towards a healthier lifestyle, whether it's low-carb, keto, or just one more step towards being healthier. Very good. So with the intermittent fasting that we'll be talking about, you know, it's also referred to as IF. You may have heard that word on those letters, actually, IF, intermittent fasting. And what it is, is essentially it's just an eating pattern. It's an inexpensive ancient strategy when they used to use this in the ancient times where they didn't have supermarkets or, you know, they didn't have um, any, of the, any of the food stores or refrigerators. Nothing was was available to them. So they would fast a lot, um, eat in season. And when there was no food, they just didn't eat. Now, of course, we're talking about purposefully choosing to fast. Whereas back then they had to. <laughs> it's called, I ain't got no food. I'm about to starve. Mm -hmm. My body's going to fast or go into fasting mode to keep me moving and keep me alive while I'm working through my life. So they did do fasting. Fasting is definitely not a new thing at all. It's been around for a long time. So let's talk about what it is, and then we can kind of mm. delve in a little bit deeper. So there's lots of different types of intermittent fasting. So which one do you want to talk about first? There is, um, you know, and this it's become really popular in the health and fitness communities now. You'll hear a lot of this. So it's just a cycle between periods of fasting and eating. And um, some folks do it just for religious reasons, you know, besides the health benefits. The most popular one is the, uh, you probably heard of this one, is the 16-8 hour fast. And that, that window is where you fast for 16 hours, you don't eat anything. And then you have an eight hour window where you can eat within that eight hour window. Um, they also have an 18 hour and a six-hour fast. So in other words, you have 18 hours you're fasting and six hours you're eating. And they have other fast periods of time also. I like to do the 24-hour fast once a day, once a week, excuse me, once a week. I like to do the 24-hour fast. I say once a day. I know, once a day. Can I if stand that? If you do that? a 24-hour once stand a it? day, that means you're never going to eat again. <laughs> and you know, that's funny because uh, you can get addicted to this thing, you know. 
because yeah. you end up not eating Ever, quite a bit. Forever. Right, right. Until you notice, uh-oh, I am not losing a pound or an ounce because guess what? My body's saying, uh-oh, she's not feeding me again. Exactly. <laughs> so starvation mode we're like starving. our ancestors. <laughs> It's so true. But anyway, okay, so you've got the 16-8. So what you're saying is based on a 24-hour day, right? So you take the 24 hours, mm-hmm. and then you divide it into these windows yes. of eating when the window is open, and then you close the window, and you don't eat anymore during that same 24-hour block. That's right, exactly. It's called time-restricted eating. eating. Also, you mm-hmm. may hear people say time-restricted and then like mom was saying, you know, the different hours. So the minimum though, so you can kind of toy with this a little mm-hmm. bit to make sure it adds up to 24 hours, but you have to have at least in order to get the benefits, I would say no less than 12 hours. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're going to do this, you can go slow. You can really do this slowly. And mm-hmm. what you do is start off with 12 hours. Okay. Now remember, eight to 10 hours, depending on who you are, you're already sleeping. You're just sleeping. She's clearly not talking to anyone under the age of 30. <laughs> because getting 8 to 10 hours of sleep in America is an anomaly. What on earth? We are it's a so sleep-deprived nation. And in it fact, so I believe there is a health bulletin saying that we are sleep-deprived beyond any past, you know, more than ever. We are sleep-deprived in the mm-hmm. United States. And th- we are having all these health problems because of a lack of sleep. And we can talk about sleep and its importance along with some other things in another whole nother episode, but sleep is so important. Absolutely. And we're not getting enough of it. That was a little PSA on mm-hmm. the side. So back to what you were saying. Absolutely. About so let's just consider through some of your fasts. Yes. Let's let's consider it that way. Um, so even if you're getting eight hours, for instance, you're getting eight hours sleep, that's taken right off of the 12 hours, which is very helpful. But I would start off with 12 hours and then I would eat in a, a larger window but i wouldn't eat yeah but i wouldn't eat more than two meals a day i wouldn't eat more than two meals a day but you can start off with the 12 and eat three meals just kind of make them where they're not big heavy meals each meal stop the snacking of course and then just go from there yeah intermittent fasting can be combined or the eating you know the time restricted that we're talking about can be combined with keto or low carb eating or any other type of Mm -hmm you know, lifestyle eating habits, you can combine this. The fact is intermittent fasting is a separate entity than what you eat. This fasting as itself, without talking about eating certain healthy things or avoiding certain things, if we don't even get into that, and we only talked about fasting period, intermittent fasting has been shown scientifically to be very beneficial for us to not eat all day, every day, constantly meals, heavy, like mom would say, heavy meals and snacks and drinking this and having a smoothie mm-hmm. and all of this stuff that's constantly digesting. And we've talked about this before, this too much digesting. But the fast that we're talking about when she's saying start with 12 and 12, you eat for 12 hours, you don't eat for 12 hours. So basically between that 12-hour window, and it has to be consecutive. We forgot to say that. It has to be consecutive. It can't be a few hours here, a few hours there. It has to be 12 consecutive hours of not eating, Mm -hmm. and then 12 consecutive hours within that hour you can eat. You don't have to eat all 12 hours, 
but all the eating that you do for the day Mm -hmm. will occur in those 12 hours. After that 12 hours, the autophagy will kick in. Around 15 hours, it really revs up. Starts to kick in even more. Oh, yeah. And everybody is a little bit different, so don't get discouraged or super over the top if your body moves a little slower or a little faster. You know, we all kind of have our own paces, but autophagy starts to happen. It revs up, and like mom said, the more you go, by the time you hit a 24-hour fast, it's really feeling it. And if you do like a three- to five-day fast, you're in a whole nother level. So Mm -hmm. it just keeps happening. But for an example, so like on a 12-12 day, for example, and I... I don't know, maybe I really, really like to eat breakfast in the morning. So Um, I want to stick towards the morning time. mm -hmm. So maybe I'll eat breakfast at 8 a.m. So that means by 8 p.m. I am finished eating for the day. So I will not eat from 8 p.m. To 8 a.m. Okay. So that includes sleeping. So if I'm up at 8 Mm p.m., you can't, if you're a night snacker, Mm -hmm. it might take a minute for you to understand Mm -hmm. it's 8 o'clock. You can't eat anymore. That's right. No eating, no taking the ice cream sundae or the frap or the shake or like none of that. But you don't want to eat either. You don't want to eat late at night anyway. That's part of the reasons that people are not sleeping. Mm-hmm. The, because the digestion is, mm-hmm. your, your stomach is, everything's working at night and it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So when you do limit yourself, at least have four or five hours before you go to bed, yeah. then you will get the sleep. Because believe me when I tell you, if you're not getting the sleep, you're not getting the health. Yes, that's true. This is not working well. Yes. Now, unless you're an overnight worker, I mean, we're talking about meaning night, meaning go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So if you sleep during the day and you work the overnight shift, just switch it around. It's the same. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So 12, you could start with 12 and 12, and then you can gradually increase it to... Right. You start off with 12, and you're doing really good. And you know, you get up in the morning, you like your breakfast, that's fine. You just want to make sure you have that second meal yeah. towards late afternoon or early evening mm-hmm. and leave it alone. But... Say you do the 12 hours and you you really feel good that you, you know what, I don't feel too hungry this morning. You know what, I can just leave myself alone for a minute and before you know it, you're into 14 hours. Yes, you push it back a bit. Okay, now let's wait. Okay, maybe I'll have my meal now. Um, Yes. And before you know it, you're into 16 hours. That's true. And you may get up in the morning and just have a cup of tea and move on. And it might be 1130 before you have, quote, breakfast That's right. at lunchtime. That's right. So so this is the good thing. So there is an ideal or the most popular time-restricted window. Which one was that? That was the 16-8. Yes. That's the most okay. popular. I like personally now, but I've, I've done this for a while, but I like the 20. And four. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the 24, and I like the two days of 24-hour fast. Yeah. That's when you get really into into it. That actually leads us nicely into the different other types of intermittent fasting. So mom was explaining about the time-restricted, but there are other types too, like the weekly or the alternate day fasting where you are every other day. Maybe you're fasting, mm-hmm. like mom's doing mm-hmm. a 24-hour. They're not back-to-back. She would do 24 mm-hmm. hours and then... Mm-hmm. Maybe two days not, and then mm-hmm. another day for 24 mm-hmm. hours. So throughout the week, mm-hmm. you're getting two right. 24-hour fasts. Right. So that could be another option. So how I chose it was I take my Sunday. I love that to be a just an eating window. Yeah. I love the the least eating, the least window possible. But then I go Monday, and then I go uh, Monday, I'll do my keto completely. I'll do mm-hmm. the uh, maybe 18 
hour. Yeah. And then Tuesday is when I do my 24 hour because I have aquatics and I love going to my aquatics and I don't like eating anything before my aquatics. So I leave that day open for a 24 hour fast. Perfect. And then on Wednesday, I'll go right back to my keto fast, maybe 18 or 20 hours. And then Thursday, I might eat a little bit more. And then by the time Friday comes, I'm doing my fast again, 24 hour fast. Yeah. So that's kind of how you can do that. But you pick the days that are good for you. Um, And there's also something called the 5-2, which became quite popular um, some years ago, but it's five days of regular eating and then two days of what I might call a partial fast, mm-hmm. where you're eating about 500 calories mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. So it's for people who really are not ready or mm-hmm. haven't really had experience, fasting can be traumatic for people. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. are so food centered, everything we do kind of vibes around food. Mm-hmm. And if you particularly have a lot going on socially where everything's about food, it could be really traumatic to go to, well, I'm fasting now. It, it's just a lot not only mentally, Mm -hmm. but physically on your body, all these kinds of changes. So we're really giving you this information and you've got to figure out where am I? Have I been on keto or low carb eating? Have I really been fasting on and off or I've done intermittent fasting before and now I'm taking it to another level? Or is this like ground zero? Wow, what is this you're saying about not eating? What? If you're that person, you definitely want to take it slow and allow your body time to make the adjustments that you're asking it to make. And I promise you, it will make them, but it just needs to be taken care of, you know, the That's way right. it takes care of you. You want to, so you, you want to do the five, di- I'm sorry, you could do the five, two, where you eat regular, but then just for two days, you cut down your calories. Mm-hmm. And that way you can give your body a chance to digest because those two days, mm-hmm. you'll still be getting a lot of the benefits. We're going to talk about benefits in a little bit, but you'll still be getting a lot of those benefits by only taking in 500 calories because your body's got a lot more extra time to deal because before you were taking in 2000 calories, you know, or more. Yeah. So what we call that is using your, your fasting muscles. Yeah. You know, just see what it is, how it feels for you. You you get to learn your body, where your cravings are, where you're, and just, just build your muscles. Just build it for you. Yeah. Do it for you. I love that. You know, and then there's OMAD and TUMAD, which is another form of intermittent fasting, where you can eat OMAD is O M A D. Yeah. One, one meal a day. Yeah. And two MAD is two, two meals, meals a day. day. Mm-hmm. So you can do that where you are not doing every other day, but mm-hmm. you're doing maybe one meal a day for a couple of days mm-hmm. or one meal a day and then go back to keto the next mm-hmm. day and then maybe one meal a day the third day. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of fluctuate and move things around. Mm-hmm. What's really, really important to know is there's no rule about any of this. Mm-mm your body is going to start to tell you what it wants or doesn't want. And if it starts telling you, yeah, this OMAD, today is not the day for OMAD, it will tell you today Mm -hmm. is not the day. And you have to be willing to give it what it needs. Mm -hmm. And then there's other days when you're wanting to eat and the body's like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Today's OMAD day (laughs) or 24-hour fast day. Mm -hmm. You know, so it can be a lot of different variety. But also keep in mind, you want to stay in the keto way, the healthy eating. You don't want to go back toward all the grains and all the things that give you the inflammation. You don't want to go back to all of the, you know, the unhealthy foods that we've been eating, the fast foods and all that. You're not doing any of that. You're already ketoed. 
I call it keto, but you know, you're already in a healthy way of eating. Yeah. So Clean this is eating, just low carb yeah, eating. Keto this eating. is just giving yourself healthy eating, healthy foods, and maybe you want to eat more that day. That's fine, as long as they're healthy foods. They're yes. organic. That's fine. Yes. And you know what? It's been studied that even if you ate like a fast food diet and you did intermittent fasting, even with exactly the fast food diet, Mm -hmm. like all the junky stuff and Mm -hmm. even sugary things and all the stuff that we are trying to get away from. Mm -hmm. If you did all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. but you did it on an intermittent schedule, you would still reap benefits because the literal intermittent schedule of your body having a break is what causes it to make some of the changes. So the studies have shown us, no, you don't want to eat a fast food diet and think that that's the best case scenario. It's not. But it was really just highlighting how powerful fasting, intermittent fasting, and all of these types of pulling away from food, how incredibly powerful that is, that even with the worst food ever, it still has a way of showing you your body's ability. So we are talking about eating healthily. So we don't want to do all that. Intermittent fasting brings on autophagy. Autophagy is a healing source. You can't put bad food in your food. You can't still put bad food in your body. We'll just fight it like it always does. You just won't make as much progress. Oh, Oh, okay. That's it. Yes, of course. So basically, they prove that even if you eat junky food and fast, Mm -hmm. or if you eat junky food and don't fast, Mm -hmm. the people who fasted did better and experienced health benefits, even though both of them were struggling with junky food. Mm -hmm. So we're telling you how much more amazing, how many more benefits can you get if you eat healthily and fast? Now you're like hitting the, you know, the highest mountain right now. So we want to help you to do that and get all of the great benefits of fasting. And again, fasting is definitely not new. I mean, we're talking ancient Rome, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. We've got the Olympics. When In ancient Greece, they used to fast before the Olympic Games. We have mm-hmm. Hippocrates, who is, you know, the Hippocratic Oath mm-hmm. from the medical field. Plato, Aristotle, Ben Franklin. We have Pythagoras from the Pythagorean Theorem and Math. All of these people recognized and spoke about the importance of fasting. To the point where fasting is the body's cure. Fasting is the body's doctor. That's right. When we fast our body, we allow its own innate intelligence to work to heal it. So it's always going to be a healing process, especially when the autophagy, as I said, kicks in. And that happens when the cells digest and they remove all the old and dysfunctional proteins that build up inside our cells they're gone. So we got all these new cells coming in now. And now the fasting's allowing all of them to develop. And our job is not to go back to the old way of eating. Of course, we want to continue to eat healthy. But all that's happening, our own body healing itself, all we're doing is allowing it to happen. Absolutely. Because constant eating, it actually increases disease. It increases cell damage. It increases oxidation in the body. Because if you're constantly eating, the body Mm -hmm. is constantly managing that situation. We need our bodies to get things away from us, the free radicals. We want to Mm -hmm. take in antioxidants. We want to push that stuff away so that our bodies can heal. And that's important because short of that, we're just going to find ourselves degrading and breaking down old age and just things start not working so well. (laughs) No, it's true. 
So that's the deal on that. So why should you fast? What are the benefits of fasting aside from, well, you talked about autophagy. It gives the body a chance to get rid of the old stuff. Yeah, it does. And the body thrives in a fat-burning mode. Yeah. When you're fat-burning, your body has so much energy because it's getting it from the fat source. Remember what we talked about in another episode when we use the glucose, when we use the sugar, how it goes up and down, and that's where your body's getting your energy? Well, we've, we've taken that away now. We don't use that sugar stuff. So now what's happening is it's becoming fat burning. And that is that energy just stays all day long. I mean, yes. that's fun for me. All day long. So There's energy, no spikes. So energy and alertness, that's going to definitely kick mm-hmm. in. Metabolism, like you're saying, you're, you're recalibrating your metabolism mm-hmm. because you're working on fat and it's a steady source. And you're regulating your insulin now because without all the glucose being flooded mm-hmm. into the bloodstream, it's regulated. Your insulin is going to stay low and it's going to stay steady. So what else? Let's see. We talked about uh, cellular repair. That's autophagy, repairing our cells. But also the inflammation. We talked about mm-hmm. how much inflammation causes a lot of chronic problems and a lot of pain and a lot of swelling. Diseases, Diseases. everything. Right. So to reduce inflammation is naturally mm-hmm. what we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. The oxidative stress on our bodies, all of that gets reduced because our bodies already produce free radicals. I mean, just by living, breathing, digesting, all of the natural metabolic processes that we Mm -hmm. go through, they produce free radicals as a result of that. Mm -hmm. So then your body gets in there and fights off the free radicals and pushes them away. But if your body's not doing that, Mm -mm. then the free radicals are proliferating all through Mm -hmm. your body. And what Mm -hmm. starts to happen, you start having all of these issues, Mm -hmm. medical issues. And then they talk about antioxidants. Make sure you eat take antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Why? Because anti mm-hmm. against oxidation, anti go against the free radicals mm-hmm. and get rid of them. I mean, things like greens, green vegetables, green mm-hmm. leafy things, broccoli, mm-hmm. dark chocolate, berries, um, green tea, orange vegetables, all of these things are high in antioxidants, which help us to fight off the free radicals. Mm-hmm. But if you're eating all day, not these things, <laughs> and you're right. eating all these other junky things and preservatives and additives and all sorts Mm -hmm. of poisons, Mm -hmm. those radicals are just everywhere. And then we start seeing these weird things happening. We just don't know why we feel so bad. That's right. And you know, fasting also works on your digestion system. All the Mm -hmm. disorders that you have, it really does. It reverses all that. But also with the autoimmune, people wonder, why do you have autoimmune? Well, this is part of it. Fasting has a way of dealing with all of that, with that innate intelligence that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. our own healing process that happens within our bodies. Yes, God just made something perfect. And so this is how we look at it. And you know, the most important part for me, because I think everything stems from the brain, that the fasting has a huge, a huge impact on the brain. Yeah. That is like immense impact. And since our brain is what it is, I would think that's the first thing I would want. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And the gut, like you were saying, it, the gut when biome. the gut's not resets, working. That's right. It resets the biome mm-hmm. in your gut. And mm-hmm. it helps to reset your appetite too, because if you're fasting, you're pulling away from all of these cravings, the sugars, mm-hmm. and then also just food craving in general. It can help you a lot with your relationship with food as well, because a lot of times we eat because we eat. 
Nice. Not because your body's like, hey, I'm running out of fuel. I need to eat. A lot of times we eat because we eat. It's there. This is when we eat. We've been programmed to eat this time or whatever. And I think of it as like autopilot. You know, sometimes I'll leave my house. And if I go up the same street on a Saturday that I usually go to work on, I might automatically just take the turn as if I'm going to work mm-hmm. because you're just on autopilot. You're not paying attention. Yep. You're talking to somebody and all of a sudden you're like, why am I on this street? Because you just go that way. Well, that's what we do with our appetites. It's like autopilot eating. Sometimes have mm-hmm. you ever eaten anything and you kind of forgot you ate it or did I you didn't eat really? That? Yeah. Or you didn't really taste it so much because you just didn't pay attention. Did I do it? Did I actually eat that? Why didn't I notice? Exactly. Or did I eat all of those? Like, I didn't remember. I kind of checked out while I was eating it. And so it's kind of that. Then you can reset all of that sort of stuff, which helps you in the long run. Lower cholesterol, blood pressure, all of these things are going to really start to level out back to the way you Mm -hmm. want them to be. Also, you were saying about your muscle, your fasting muscle. Yeah, This is going to help you to gain longer fast. You'll get more flexible with it. You'll get to fast a little bit longer, a little differently. And before Mm -hmm. you know it, you're doing a three-day fast or you're doing a water fast for four days. And now you're really getting all sorts of deep level autophagy going on. So this is a great way to get yourself practiced up. This is a good time now to stop with this episode. Yeah, this is a good breaking point for it. Yeah, it's a good breaking point. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and end part one with that. And we will continue with part two And we'll talk more about the benefits of fasting and understanding what is exactly going on inside your body. Absolutely. While you're intermittent fasting. That's right. Yeah. So don't miss that. You'll want to be hearing the last part of this episode. But you know what? Make sure you get your two-step guide for immediate health results in the show notes. It's free. Go ahead and get it and get started on your healthier journey because we all want to take our our temples temples back. See you guys next time. Can't wait. Enjoy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.